0: Welcome back to episode number 139 of Our Young Creators, the podcast. Today's episode is an interview I recently did with my good friend, Wendy Livingston Guth. Wendy runs a travel company called Rebel On The Go, and she and her kids recently graduated from our eight-week Becoming a Podcast Family Experience. We had an amazing conversation about kids, about travel, about equipping kids with skills like podcasting so they can start to use their voices to create more good in the world. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you have takeaways, tag me over on Instagram at young.pratt and let me know Enjoy the episode. What began as an experiment to bring my 11-year-old daughter into my business has evolved into Our Young Creators. A podcast, a training center, and a movement dedicated to equipping kids with real-world marketable skills so that they can fund their own brighter futures. We're here to inspire you to turn consumption time on devices into creation time and use technology as a tool to bond and not bicker with your kids. Join us each week as we share the inner workings of our partnership and bring you stories from guests of all ages and from all walks of life on our quest to nurture and to celebrate our young.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and I'm so excited today to have Young Pratt here to have a conversation. And um, Young is the chief dreamer. I love that of our young creators. And we got to know each other um, through becoming a podcast family, which um, Jake and Becca and I um, took part took part in recently an absolutely fantastic program. And I'm really excited to have her talk to us about that and about travel and, oh, whatever else we can think of. So welcome, welcome.
0: And thank you for being here today. Thank you, Wendy, for having me. I'm so excited to be here and have another conversation with you because it's always so much fun. Oh,
1: I know. I know. I know. I, I just, there's you are one of those people that gets me like so excited about things and gets me thinking. And I end up, um, going like a mile in the mile (laughs) a minute afterwards, which is wonderful. And then, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's just amazing how the enthusiasm and passion that you have, and it is so contagious, which I love.
0: And I feel the same about you. I'm still thinking about our conversation from last week, and thinking about how that might play out, and the fun things we're going to get to do together to give our kids and you know take our families on these adventures.
1: I know it is. It's just so exciting that um, really it's just as far as our imagination can take us. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so we've whetted everyone's appetite a little bit. So, mm-hmm. tell us about what you do. <laughs>
0: Sure. So I'm a 17-year performing arts studio owner turned chief dreamer. I'm also a podcaster and an author. And what I love more than anything is giving kids skills that they can use to serve themselves by creating a future of their dreams, but also equipping them with the confidence to go out there and tell their own stories in their own voices and really create more good in the world because we definitely need more of that.
1: Oh yes. I can't. Well, obviously I cannot agree more and it's just amazing. Um, The skills that they learn definitely gives them confidence, Mm -hmm. which really allows them to start creatively thinking and voice. It's just, it's really, it's really amazing. And um, so, and I know you just finished the first round and you're going to start
0: up again. Yeah, so we'll be starting up again probably going into the fall, right Mm -hmm. after the school starts this season. Mm -hmm. We'll do another session and yeah, it's so much fun to see these kids light up when we talk about what they can do because a lot of times kids, especially if they're going to public school, they're not always exposed to all these ideas and these possibilities. You know, it's kind of, you do this with this tool, it's due at this time. It's very in the box thinking. Mm -hmm. And what I really, really enjoy is being able to just open these doors to these kids and say, okay, behind door number one, here's this possibility. What do you think about it? And then door number two, this is something related, but it's a little bit different. It might be more your speed, you know, and, and walking them through these different skills even of putting a podcast together. Yes. You know, some kids like yours really like the techie part of it, the -the behind-the-scenes production aspects. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, other kids like being the voice of the podcast and being able to be on camera and on audio. So what I love about podcasting in particular is that no matter – what your kids love and how they learn, there is a way for them to utilize the talents and the skills and the passions they already have and take it even further and show them that there's more out there to be discovered. And of course, when we open these doors for kids, I get so excited about the future because if they're taking charge now and being able to do these things at 10, 11, 12, 13, yeah. Can you imagine when they're out there, when they're 18, 20, 25 and on, yeah. the skills and the confidence and the the amount of greatness they're going to take into the world to be used to serve others and make this world a better place?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, it, it, well, you know that I think we share a common passion with that, mm-hmm. And I just, I, you know, I love what it has done for Becca and Jake. And also what the next steps are going to be um, because, and it also, they're so surrounded by technology and YouTubers and all of the things that I, okay, I'm cringing a little bit, um, <laughs> but and it teaches them, to understand what other people do and how they do it. And I think it also allows them to be a little bit more discerning in terms of what they're looking at. And, um, also giving, again, giving them the confidence to do it themselves and with parental guidance, possibly, um, to really explore all sorts of different options. So Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, I just love it. So, and this sort of, uh, ties in or segues into my next question, but how does travel fit into what you do? And uh, this may be tie into a conversation that we recently had.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So there's so many possibilities. I love the idea of being able to take kids and their families and go to an exotic location Mm -hmm. and not only be able to enjoy it together as a family, but to start documenting what they're doing. We talked about the possibility of them being able to serve a community. Mm -hmm. If we go into a community that's underserved and needs some assistance, Mm -hmm. if we could go there as a family, not only are the kids learning that serving others is the the first priority, priority—that if what they're doing can serve others, they're doing their job right. Mm -hmm. Then to be able to have the kids start recording and documenting these things in their own voices because the way they see the world is different than we see the world. And even if you put five kids together next to each other doing this, Mm -hmm. they're all going to come back and share the story differently. It's going to reflect who they are, their passions on what they do. And I just find it so fascinating Mm -hmm. that – we could make this happen for our kids. So they're learning, like you said, how to be discerning. So when they're creating their own stories, Mm -hmm. when they're creating video and audio, maybe it's written that they like to do. Mm -hmm. How the creativity plays out, you know, having them understand that what they're doing is important. Their Mm -hmm. voice is important. Mm -hmm. And the fact that their words and their actions can help, someone else positively and be an influence for another kid who is looking at them on camera thinking, wow, I'm 12. I like to travel. I like to game. I like to do all these things too. And and the people on the receiving end can, you know, if if we can create that me too sort of thing, can you imagine the impact these kids could have on their own generation if we take them to someplace else in the world? It could be really anywhere in the world. Right. But to really roll all these things together where they're learning to serve, where they're learning to craft their stories, where they're learning how to do the technical parts of it all together. And they can do it on the road because as they're growing up thinking about what they want to do, if they've had the opportunity to create these messages and these stories remotely, Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. opens up a whole new world to them professionally about what they think is possible for themselves exactly. because they've seen us as parents do it. They've gotten to do it. And now they get to make the choice on, do I want to work remotely? It's no mm-hmm. big deal to live in Africa because as long as I have an internet, right. I can share my story. I can connect with people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I think The technology we have now is just sort of the tip of the iceberg on what is possible. And again, by exposing our kids to these devices, which I know some parents cringe and they say, my kid is on their device the entire day. Mm -hmm. And I kind of have to have them take a step back and say, wait, are you on your device all day? Because if so, they're modeling that behavior. How do we look to ourselves, first of all, to model the behaviors we want our kids to learn and then also, how can we take that one step further and start to have a conversation and start creating things together and, and asking questions of our kids? Really, again, to get them to understand that their voice is important. Exactly. Their talents and skills are what they can do inherently, are talents that the world needs, and they absolutely need to be sharing that. It's just a matter of giving them the opportunity mm-hmm. and our guidance and our blessing to go out there and use these tools and again to create change in the world mm-hmm. and I see the change they're going to create as a very positive one
1: oh I I can't I cannot agree more absolutely and you know as what I was thinking of two things one is um, I'm envisioning some sort of a YouTube channel for kids who can have an opportunity to share with other kids the, mm-hmm. their experiences and how did they, you know, one kid can help build a school, one kid, you know, can do yes. a shoe drive, a co-drive, but just something and that there's this central repository mm-hmm. for all of these wonderful, and to me, these are like feel-good stories. And um, yeah. which I think is, well is we need that. We, we, we crave that. Um, and, uh, the other thing is that, you know, giving kids a voice and going, you know, we, I don't, well, to some extent I grew up in a, you know, kids are seen, but not heard. Mm -hmm. Um, that doesn't really, I don't, it doesn't give, it doesn't do justice for kids. So I also see that giving them a voice shows them what is so special about them, what makes them unique and special. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things um, actually as kids get older, you know, parents start frantically, you know, how, what, how do we put the packets together for college and things like that? Well, what if your child has chronicled their beautiful life or, you know, or their challenges or whatever it is from an early age and, sh- and can actually – demonstrate all the wonderful things. And, and yeah, and it's, I think it's fantastic. Um, uh, You know, if, if kids have the opportunity of traveling and I definitely think that makes them very unique and very special, Mm -hmm. but regardless, you know, you're chronicling and then all of a sudden you have, you have this amazing um, you know, uh, volumes of, 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 Uh, what you know? Volumes of material—that's the word (laughs) material—that that 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 you can use to put together. You know, like because that is a big thing. You know, going off to college. I I thankfully am not ready to look at two seventh graders in that capacity yet. (laughs) But it's coming. Yeah, and I think you know the other thing we talked a little bit about was also um you know like kids sitting with their grandparents and able to chronicle those. And I will tell you that um, one of the things that I uh, remember from my childhood was my dad was a historian and we would go places and I can vividly remember the conversations that we had. And I would have done anything had I been able to record those. And I think about, and one of the things I'd always hoped that my parents would do with my kids is we were going to go to the beaches of Normandy. We didn't have that opportunity, but I can just imagine had we gone to some of these places and the kids are recording and um, the types, how amazing that becomes part of your family history. Oh, it's just okay. I get goosebumps. Yeah, I know. No,
0: and and speaking of that, the other day I was looking back through my photos because you know we all like to keep two thousand photos on our phone, (laughs) and they don't often get shared. And and I was looking at these different events (laughs) and places we went to on our last trip to South Korea, Mm. and my kids were, you know, they were five and eight, and I more than anything I had this longing to hear their little voices telling the story of where they were because can you imagine like that is the ultimate in being able to preserve your family history and document and share with our kids and our grandkids and our great-grandkids it's something that can live on past us and like you said being able to capture family history it would have been amazing to be able to sit down with my grandmother Mm -hmm. and have her speak in korean i don't speak that But to be able to ask questions through a translator and have Mm -hmm. her tell me the stories of what it was like when she grew up Mm -hmm. and what she's learned and, you know, how did she possibly raise all these kids without power and running water and, you know, all these things that we take for granted. I mean, being able to see her on camera or even just to hear that voice. I mean, I think the kids these days have it so fortunately because they are able to start capturing that. You know, and saving that, and it may not mean something huge right in this moment, but fast forward 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and they still have that. They can pull it out whenever they feel like they want to connect or hear a story, or maybe they've forgotten the details of a story or an adventure you have. It's mm-hmm. able to pull out the video. And watch those moments as they unfold for the first time, maybe. Maybe it's when they get their first new car and they go for their first solo drive. Being able to capture the emotion, there's nothing like video that yes. can capture the emotion of that moment. Yes. And then, yeah, just, yes. just having that chronicled through the years. You have, you know, ages five through seven in one, like a time capsule almost. Mm-hmm. is kind of how I, I, I view it. Time capsule or digital scrapbook. These are the things that I think that when people think about podcasting, Mm -hmm. they think about businesses, podcasting and sharing marketing tips or, you know, sharing funny stories. But there's very few podcasts that I've found
1: Uh
0: that are, are created by families for one Mm -hmm. and families who are chronicling these things and sharing stories because I think the better storytellers we can become, the more lessons people who are listening to these stories can learn and be inspired to do something great.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is unbelievably, unbelievably true. And um, yeah. And I mean, when you think about it, the service that you are providing is really amazing. And um, you know, I, I highly recommend, um, becoming a podcast family to anybody that um, because it has so much, it's it's so much deep value. I mean, it's great to think that the kids will make, could make some money from their skills and help make something and, and teach them some responsibility. But, um, and, and, and that is fantastic and it runs, but, but it runs so much deeper than that. And that's, and that's really the beauty of, um, and also, frankly, um, it also offers an opportunity when parents and kids don't always spend a lot of time together and that between teen years, um, sometimes finding the reason to spend time and it's, and maybe, you know, it shouldn't be like that, but okay. Um, it becomes a reason. And this was just a terrific opportunity to carve some time out um, and spend time and, and, and really it's, it creates experiences, um, which are, you know, invaluable, absolutely invaluable. So. um, Absolutely. Yeah. So I was hoping maybe, and I hope this isn't, too personal but just t- you know tell us a little bit about your family and about your travel experiences I know you just mentioned spending time in Korea but I also know that you were just on vacation were not you
0: <laughs> yes we've taken very fun vacations this year and a couple of them were not planned so mm-hmm. they were Let's let's get everything ready. So this summer, uh, we, we took a little vacation um, to Reno, which um, we went to the University of Nevada, Reno, which is my undergraduate alma mater. And Daphne had the opportunity to attend a girls' math and technology camp there. And we got to stay with friends. So it was really fun to be back at my old stomping grounds and relive those memories and my kids were not so excited to hear my stories of going to college, but you know, one, one day they might ask those questions. Who knows? Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's so fun because when Daphne was at camp, Sophie and I got to sit together. We were staying with some friends, hanging out with their kids. But we were still able to get stuff done. She <laughs> to do my Pinterest page and take over that part of my business so she was creating graphics where you know she has to put them on the website and you know there's like actual code she has to put in to do certain things there so that was super exciting and as we've been going I've been just documenting you know by picture and video all these adventures we've been having lots of trips to the mountains and lots of fishing and gorgeous which I love, mm-hmm. and going back further, I'm definitely I have the travel bug, and it's time. I can just feel it. You know, there's like it's a, it's a, a feeling unlike any other, where you just really want to be someplace different not that I don't absolutely love where I live but mm-hmm. by different languages and different smells and different foods and just different people and and being able to see them in their everyday sort of lives is yeah. something that I definitely want more of so when we talk about taking these kids on these adventures I'm thinking okay okay What's on my list of places to go? Because there's so, so many.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. You know, it just popped in. I don't know. Have you um, watched any of Anthony Bourdain's um, Parts Unknown? I have not watched that one. It just popped into my head how really kind of cool that would be um for kids to do something like that. Um, you know, it's he it travels to incredible places and eats a lot of really incredible food. <laughs> but it's all about conversations and what you're learning and what you're seeing. And it's actually done in a in a kind of a gritty sort of way. So um I think maybe I'll I think when uh, Beck and Jake have already gone back to um Guantanamo Bay. So I think when I get back I may sit down and and um and share a few episodes with them but yeah that sounds amazing
0: and I I love being able to be in a culture after I graduated from undergrad Mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to travel with up with people and for the first year I performed and traveled you know and it was we performed throughout North America and Europe but having the experience of having only my backpack only a suitcase, and, you know, a fellow cast mates. There were 150 of us from, I think, 23 different countries. So being able to sit on the bus as we're traveling and hear four or five or six languages and asking questions of them about their culture. And then, you know, we stayed with host families. And that was one of my favorite things because, you know, for three days, five days, that was probably about the longest we stayed anywhere we got to live their life with them.
1: That's fantastic. You know,
0: and for them, it may have seemed insignificant that they're opening their doors to these strangers who right. are coming in. But it was, it was so much more than that, to be yeah. able to really dive in, ask questions, experience the, the town that they live in f- through their eyes and not mm-hmm. as a tourist, I mean, it was so so magical. And I tell my kids about these stories all the time because when they see some place they want to go, I'll I'll say something like, hey, you know, when I was 18, I was there. Or when I was 23, I was there. Or I spent a month there. And they're like, where have you not been? You know, and it's so, and and now that I'm on the other side and I have a 12-year-old and a 15-year-old, those are the experiences Mm -hmm. I want to give them because they shaped me and what I do, and my passions, and my love of culture and languages, and I want to share that with them. I don't know if they're ready for that. I mean, because mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm just going to be a digital nomad. I want to go live in <laughs> for six weeks, and then I want to go to Norway and go to the fjords and you know, Finland and all those places that I haven't been yet, mm-hmm. but that I can experience with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's and okay, so. Um, early on in my career, um, I actually hired up with people to perform, (laughs) um, actually at a, it was an association trade, luncheon trade show kind of thing. Wouldn't that have been funny if it was when you were there
0: in Washington, possibly Washington, D.C.? (laughs) That would have been incredible. I know when I traveled, it was much bigger back then than it is Uh now. A little smaller, um, a little more niched down. Uh When I traveled, there were five casts, A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, right? That we all left at the same time. Uh Each cast had 150 people in it, right? So there's lots of people traveling. So, um, but yeah, I just, uh, we just had our 20th reunion of our travel year. Um, I didn't get to go to it last week because I was just to be honest, completely exhausted from doing three back-to-back trips. I mean, we were gone three (laughs) or four weeks, and I was like, okay, I just need to be home. I just need to be in my bed. I need to, like, have a routine again because I'm feeling a little bit out of sorts. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's great to, to think back about the connections that we have made. And my youngest, she had expressed some interest in being a foreign exchange student, Oh, wow. So I reached out to my friends and said, hey, you know, this is a lot of years down the road. But yeah. My youngest would love to have, yes. you know, an experience of living abroad for six yeah. months, for a year. Yeah. And it was amazing because I have four or five friends who live in Belgium, oh, right? And they said, 'Well, well, what if we shared her for a year? We all live in different parts of the country. Some of us live in the country. Some yeah. live in the city. Some of us live by the water. Like, oh, wow. We could definitely take her and, you know, keep her for three months each. I was like, okay. I just want to come. Like, like you we'll know, I <laughs> know my kids can have it. But you know what? Exactly. I'm just going to come enjoy that because that sounds incredible. Exactly. But the generosity of these friends, and even though we may not have talked to them for years, and the distance that we have between us is huge. Sure. I know if I were to pick up the phone or to reach out via yeah. email and say, "Hey, I'm coming," you know, on this date, mm-hmm. can I come crash on your couch? Exactly. yeah and I love that my kids don't think that's very cool <laughs> <But> <laughs> I love that because you're just like in the mix and like you get to have real conversations and experience a culture as it should be enjoyed exactly
1: well I think you you know that I had um all pairs for mm-hmm. um, I think we had a total of what eight of them and wow. um, eight of them I think so. Nine, eight, nine. Yeah. Anyway, most of them were from Germany. Um, so, right now, actually, as I plan our trip that is coming up in October, we're going to be actually touring Germany from here mm-hmm. to Waipere uh, to Waipere. Uh, <laughs> Because we have, you know, we have one from Hamburg, one from that lives in Berlin, and one in Cologne, and then a uh, few down in the Southern part, mm-hmm. and then we're actually going also to Denmark to visit one of our former au pairs. And, you know, I, I put together, you know, basic itiner- itinerary sent to them, and they're like, oh, well, you're going to come and stay, you know, at my parents' house, and we're yeah. going to do this, and and, and it's just, um, well, it, it's 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 you know, they're family and that's the beauty of it. And, um, it there's nothing, uh, superficial or it's just, it's family. And, uh, yeah, and it's, it's, it's a, it, these are beautiful experiences and I hope really hope that she does take, you know, end up doing something like that because those are things you just you just never forget.
0: Never. Forget. Absolutely. Well and I think, you know, we talk about things that connect people and technology definitely does that. But I think travel though, because it is pretty, it's real. I mean, it's hard sometimes because you know, when you, when your plane is delayed and you you missed your connecting flight and you're stranded somewhere and you're at the you're at the airports laying on the floor. You know, there are some, there's some grittiness to it, but I mean, it gets yeah. real, but the people that you meet in those moments right. of grittiness and, you know, darkness right. sometimes, yes. those are the people who rise to be these lifelong yes. friends who, if you just say, hey, I'm coming, they, they open their arms That's to you, that. they open their houses to you, mm-hmm. and I just, and, and you know, as we're thinking about sending our kids off to college even, mm-hmm. I mean, travel also opens those doors. Maybe they oh. want to go to Germany for a year. Maybe they want to go to Germany for four years exactly. to study in a college there. You know, and I have a very um, special place in my heart for Germany because I actually, you know, got to work there for a month as an event coordinator mm-hmm. while my cast was traveling on around me. I got to go in advance of them mm-hmm, to a little mm-hmm. town at the, the northern tip of Bavaria. Okay. And uh, it's one of my most favorite places in the world and just all the experiences I had in Germany because I was there for a month, really, I mean, there's nothing else that can really match that because again, being able to, you know, bike around the city, you know, walk to the castle that's overlooking the hill, experiencing those things that we don't necessarily have here in the States and just the rich culture and the rich history. And again, travel is so magical. And I think that, the more we can get our kids to experience it and see it through their eyes and have them report back through their eyes exactly what the experience was like. I mean, can you imagine – I know you're going to Europe, and I think maybe the Louvre is probably part of your – I think so. <laughs> yes. But I don't know if they allow it anymore, but I think they used to not allow flash photography. I'm not sure what they do with phones these days. How cool would it be for your kids mm-hmm. to have their phones, their videos on – walking through the Louvre, reporting on some of the most famous pieces of artwork in the world and and giving their like real honest opinions of it. Like what do they think about it? And then then wouldn't it be cool if 10 years from now they went back and recreated it and shared their new experiences and and got to listen and compare the two and, and just learn from that. Yeah,
1: no, that's, that it's just, um, the, actually to be able to capture, cause a lot of us, you know, I've traveled someplace, you know, my teens and my twenties, sometimes the same place, but that's the magic is mm-hmm. the ability to capture it and then be able to do a, a rewind. Yes. And that is it really, it's absolutely a magical thing. Um, that is just, it adds such a richness to experiences Mm -hmm. That, um, you know, one of the things that we did and actually my my laptop right now is on top of this big box of scanned photos. Talk about, yeah, my poor husband scanned (laughs) photos last week. And, you know, I'm looking through them. And really, I wish that I had, you know, I vividly remember the moments, but I I wish I had had um, more than just pictures, Yes, more than just pictures. So, yeah, and yes, to
0: capture the sounds—I mean, the sounds of every city you visit are so unique to that city. Exactly, it's amazing to me.
1: Exactly, and you know, I would love some. Just like you sit down, you know, I—I'm—I'm I'm a very much of a cafe person, even though I don't drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but just imagine, just taking—and I'm sure this is illegal in many places—but snippets of just conversations, just yes. listening probably don't understand it but just being able to take the the a snippet of a conversation or a body language or facial expressions i don't know i just um yeah now i'm getting so many ideas for what we're going to do
0: when we're at oh, all so many ideas from yeah. our conversation.
1: <laughs> sitting in cafes and whether you know it's it's going to be paris mm-hmm. or amsterdam or berlin yeah we're going to yeah so yeah. it's just it's absolutely yeah amazing and the you know what it also seems is that today the technology has become so much more affordable and easy to access yeah Um, because i think that when you travel whether it's just your cell phone or an ipad you don't i don't think you need the gargantuan cameras anymore
0: no yeah yeah and I, i love that yeah literally i mean with the you know I'm an iPhone fan, mm-hmm. so, I mean, my iPhone, I mean, it takes the most incredible videos and pictures. So, I mean, even taking that, I, I might be inclined to take my, like, my big 35mm camera mm-hmm. because there's just the, the feel of taking a picture like that changes yeah. the experience for me.
1: Yeah.
0: But, yeah, but having just that phone, you know, I know our, on our last trip to Korea, the kids were little, so we just got them each a point-and-shoot camera. You know, they could, there was a little wrist strap so they could attach it to their own selves. And <laughs> yeah. It was so fascinating. Mm-hmm. At the end of each day, at the end of each adventure, to come look at those pictures because we were all in the same places. We were all doing the same things, yeah. but their perspective on those different places was so interesting to see. Just like the the keen eye they had mm-hmm. for certain things. And, you know, even though they were little, they were still able to compose a picture. And I think having that experience of being able yeah. to, have the opportunity to do that. Because I know some parents, I like, cringe when I say, oh yeah, you know, give your kids a camera. And they think, no way. You know, my camera is my phone and it's valuable. But a point and shoot camera these days is like sure. 30 bucks, 40 bucks maybe. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, if you're a kid, that's the best gift you can give to them because maybe they're developing that skill, that I, that only they have. And so if we can start them young by having these experiences of doing adult things, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it it just gives them permission to do so much more than not having those experiences. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, Once again, I cannot agree more. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, I was just thinking uh, that, you know, I, I spent a summer in Israel 19 summer of 1983 and I had uh, a camera mm-hmm. that was not a point and shoot and I remember I managed and it was a whole summer and I think I, I came away with like 100 pictures because you had to vote you know you couldn't waste a picture because you had you know film. And that the only way, you know, and afterwards it was all like we got exchange negatives, that kind of thing. And I think, hey, yep. I could sit and take a hundred pictures just staring out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and the ability, yeah, to capture like every moment. I love when you do, you know, you snap the the rapid, rapid mm-hmm. snapping. And cause you're capturing even just, you know, the expressions are just amazing and you never know what you're going to end up with. So yeah, absolutely
0: love that. Um, yeah. The technology these days makes it so easy to do so many things. We uh-huh. just need to again, give our kids permission to do it and show them and mentor for them you know, the, the right way to exactly. be on the right way to present themselves, because there's still, you know, definitely a responsibility on our mm-hmm. part, parents' part, grandparents' part, yeah. on having conversations about, you know, when you put something online, it will live there forever. Exactly. If you would be embarrassed by it, you know, five years from now, or if you'd be embarrassed for me to see it, or your principal to see it, it definitely does not, belong. Exactly. In any sort of exchange, whether online or offline, no exchange is necessary. But I think, again, just that idea of saying, yes, it's okay. I want you to experience. I want to encourage you to pursue passions and do these things because with technology, so much is possible for them.
1: Yes. Yes. And again, that's one of the beauties of, um, becoming a podcast family is your you know parents are taking the time with their kids to learn skills but also to set parameters mm-hmm. and that you know families are all different you know and but to be able to set what works best for your family in terms of how you know what are the levels of creativity or you know that that, that they want their children there's so much there. And I think, again, taking the time in a program and a course like that is is so ideal um, to, you know, because I, we, we all hear, well, I didn't know they were doing that. I wasn't sure. And I mean, I'll admit it. I'm like, until we put like massive, massive restrictions on all of their technology, I'd be like, you were listening to what? well, I don't do that anymore because now everything has to go through us, but, you know, but it's that kind of thing. And it's, it's also, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's heightening their responsibility Mm -hmm. and and allowing parents to be part of the conversation instead of, and, and, you know, just saying flat out, no, let's, let's have a conversation. Let's see what's, so I absolutely love that. So, um, okay. So, my, I I vaguely remember at some point, I don't know if you remember, um, and he may actually, so the actor's studio, the actor's guild. And there was that guy who interviewed, you know, famous people, um, actors and such. And one of the things he did was like a word association and I've always wanted to do this. So I hope you're willing to be, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm game. I'm
0: game. Sure. So
1: whatever, so whatever pops into your head when I say, um, Travel like your life depends on it. Freedom. Laughing until your sides ache. Joy. Mixing business with pleasure. Necessity. See how fun that was? Well, I really I absolutely cannot thank you enough for sharing um some time this afternoon. Actually, it's morning for you. So, mm-hmm. your morning and uh again, I will um you'll send me links to um our your no, our young creators and becoming a podcast family so I can share and yeah, again, I just the meshing of tech obviously the meshing of technology and travel is just It's where it's at.
0: I could not agree more, my friend. Thank you so much for inviting me to have this conversation. It's always such a pleasure and so exciting to talk to you about the possibilities because they are endless.
1: (laughs) I know. Makes me feel like a kid.
0: (laughs) Me too. Well, there you have it. Episode number 139 with my good friend, Wendy Livingston Guth of Rebel on the Go. I would love your thoughts and feedback on this episode. Tag me over on Instagram at young.pratt or head right over to our website, ouryoungcreators.com slash 139. Until next time, my friends, have an amazing day. Cheers.